Hey everyone, what is going on? This is Dan and Matt, and you are listening to the Internship Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, Matt, what are we going after today? Yeah, today we're going to go with communication and transparency. So we'll talk a little bit about why you should err on the side of over-communicating, things you can do to make sure that you are an effective communicator, both in the workplace and outside, and then uh, any type of, you know, Maybe we'll have a couple of stories or lessons that we've learned over the years in regards to communication. So with that being said, um, Dan, I actually read a quote before this. I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but it was probably because you were preparing so hard. Probably because I Googled why communication (laughs) is important. But it said, in the absence of information, people tend to fill in the blanks, make their own story, and then usually add negative assumptions. So... Talk to me a little bit about that quote, how it might resonate with you and why communication is so important. Yeah. So I think um, first, this podcast that we wanted to put out around communication, the biggest thing for us is that, um, or at least for me, is that communication is like one of my core values, like communication and transparency, making sure that everybody knows every side of the story. If you're late, tell somebody. If something's not going to happen during... uh, like by the deadline, make sure you tell them, like just tell people what is going on and then they're much more receptive to um, to whatever the result is and they're going to be more lenient and they're going to be more understanding with those pieces. So the quote you had mentioned, read it one more time for me. In absence of information, people tend to fill in the blanks, make their own story and usually add negative assumptions. Yeah. So 100%, I can, I can totally see that. Um, and the way that I take that quote and the way it resonates with me is that more on the receiving side than it is on the the person who's not communicating. So the absence of the communication, you know, if if I'm wondering about a job offer or if you're if I'm your boss and I'm wondering what's going on with a report or um, really anything, but it could be a relationship with a friend. If you're wondering about getting paid on a $20 loan or something like no communication, you start to develop, you know, as the boss or as the, the person that's on the receiving side of the communication, um, you start to develop these stories like, well, I guess they're not going to talk to me. I guess they ghosted me. I guess that, you know, like screw this person. And then all of a sudden it becomes a very negative spiral um, in terms of how somebody sees you because you didn't, all you had to do was communicate with them. All you had to do was pick up the phone, uh, call them, text them, email them, whatever it is. Like all you had to do was just tell them what was going on and they're going to be a hundred percent more, um, I guess, receptive to that story or to what's going on. Yeah. And I think, you know, you can even kind of put it back to like a primal level, right? So back in, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, like thousands of years ago, like our only job was to stay alive, right? So we were basically wired to pick out the negatives in things because we were worried about, you know, starving. We were worried about a fucking saber-toothed tiger. We were worried about shit like that. So that kind of is ingrained into our DNA now to where it's like if people don't understand what things are or what thing, how things are communicated, they're most likely automatically going to go to the negative. And especially in today, right? We live in a digital world where we can streamline things really well with uh, email and text, but that's kind of a double-edged sword because at times you can send those things and it can be miscommunicated or it could just be misinterpreted, right? So a lot of people will use that as a cushion or 
more so a crutch, right? Uh, and they'll use that as a, instead of making a call or walking over and talking to a person face to face, they will use, they'll lean on a, an email or a text as opposed to fully communicating what it is they're looking for. Yeah. And I get it. Like I've been on the the side where you have to tell somebody the bad news, right? Nobody wants to tell the bad news. Okay. Nobody wants to say, Hey man, I owe you 20 bucks. I don't have it. But at least that's communication towards keeping a friendship over 20 bucks. Right. Um, and then on the flip side, we've all been on a side where we're waiting on some type of result or some type of communication from somebody else, whether it's a job offer, whether it's a final decision, whether it's, you know, what if you took a test and <laughs> you hope you pass, but you don't find out until the end of semester or something, you know, yep. like just the uncertainty around what's going on, I think destroys a lot of relationships. And it's a key skill in my eyes with, you know, if, and I can just dive into an example. I mean, yeah. if you want me to with, with what happened this week and, you know, he may listen to this, but um, I think we got it squared away and we ended up uh, figuring it out and we're going to start over. But basically, look, uh, you know, uh, because of this coronavirus, um, everybody's working remotely and I had somebody start and brand new hire. I think he's 24. So he's right in the age range of some of you guys out there. And um, he's going to be in sales for me. He's uh, a great guy, great guy, super nice. Everything's there that I think he'll be successful. But at the end of the day, he started and he had a couple of things that he needed to get done. And so I, I'm not a micromanager. And so I gave him the tasks. And then, you know, yesterday, Thursday, um, he uh, – I'm like, hey, man, let me check your leads before you start making your initial phone calls because we work with so many mortgage companies that I wanted to make sure that we didn't work with any of those those clients that he might call on. And so he sends me a list and it was 10 leads. Well, the goal was 10 leads a day. Um, and so it was 30 short of what he should have had done. They were shitty leads. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, what, what's what been going on? And, and whenever you get defensive and whenever you're not just – just tell the truth and be transparent on like, Hey man, I've been working from home. I've never worked from home before. And I've just slacked off a little bit. Like I, I'll do better. Like I would have rather him told me that than kind of danced around the question and told me, well, I was doing this and I was doing that. Cause guess what? Like I fucking know how long it takes to do every single task I gave him because I've fucking done it, you know? And so I got super mad and it usually I'm never like that with anybody. Um, but it was because it was not only, the communication wasn't there throughout the week. Like, Hey, I'm having trouble with this or I'm having trouble with that. So I could have helped him at any time to be successful. Um, but at the same time, like just backtracking and being defensive instead of just telling me how it really is. That's the communication piece that I, that I want. And that's a core value for us at my company. And so, you know, I, I basically just started over the relationship. I said, listen, we're not going to do this anymore. Let's start over. And I think we're on the same page now and he's, he's turned it around. So to me, it was just like, that was one thing with, with a 24 year old who had come in and this is his first sales job and just not communicating, like really got him off on the wrong foot with my company or with working with me. And so I don't want anybody out there to, to kind of land in that same thing, like shoot straight, be real and tell everybody what's going on. If you're having trouble, ask questions like, because no no boss, I don't think, and Matt, you can talk to this, but I don't think anybody wants to have somebody that works for them who 
doesn't ask the questions and sits there and then when it's too late, you know, I think back to our first podcast, you know, the writings on the wall, you know, before you get fired. Right. Right. Um, and a lot of that has to do with communication. Like if you would just communicate, Hey, I didn't know what to do here. I didn't know what to do there. Can you help me with this? Or this is what I'm struggling with. You're probably not going to get fired back to that podcast. But, um, so anyways, I just want to share that story because that happened literally this week and it kind of sparked why I wanted to do a podcast on communication. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, that actually brings up another good point, or at least, at least something that I kind of picked up off that. And, and I can actually see myself doing this. So, there's always difficult conversation. There's always difficult conversations to have, right? Um, when you force yourself to have those difficult conversations, or com- you know, do that over communicating, there's a level of accountability that you're providing yourself. So if I know that I'm fucking up, or if I know I'm slipping up, or if I'm slacking, or if I'm just not understanding or developing in any area where I should be for somebody else, if I essentially call myself out. And say, hey, listen, I know I was supposed to have this then, or I know, or here's an update on where I am now. Like sending that email and then just affirming like when I'm going to have it done or what I'm going to do or how I'm going to get better is going to make me click in my head and say, okay, now I've actually got to put something on my calendar to where it's like, I know I'm going to put this or here's my deadline that I'm giving myself because I'm telling this person that, if that makes sense. Oh, for a hundred percent. Look. Every single person listening, and Matt and I were talking about this on how we wanted to structure this podcast, was everybody has the skill already to be a good, maybe not a communicator from a nonverbal standpoint where there are skills you can develop, but in terms of like picking up the phone and just making a fucking phone call that relays some information um, to somebody who's expecting you to get something done or expecting some type of communication from you, it takes no skill. Yeah, it's hard if it's difficult news or if it's not what they want to hear, but they're going to appreciate that a lot more than they're going to appreciate hearing nothing. Yeah. And so that's where I have a problem is when people don't communicate at all. Yeah. And and to go back kind of to your example, because just to kind of play, you know, show a little, a little bit of empathy here, I've been down that road, you know, in, in one of my first jobs where I was supposed to do something and then I started kind of pushing off the communication. It wasn't to a boss. It was more so to a client. And I started pushing off the communication a little bit. And then all of a sudden I figured things would just get kind of swept under the rug Right. for some reason. Like I I was able to convince myself like everything's going to be okay. And I ended up losing a big client because of it. Right. So it was, was, I was in a sales job. Our job was to go out and get leads from home inspectors, which are people moving into houses and then sell alarm systems on the back end of it, right? Yeah. And I promised my clients, like, hey, listen, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to try to get you this percent close rate, like you, right? Let's say it's a 20% close rate. You send me 100 leads. I'm going to close 20 of them. I'm going to make you X amount of money. Well, if my leads weren't closing at that rate, like, in all honesty, I was just really fucking busy. You know, I had a lot of leads coming in, and I didn't have time to get to any of them. So I kind of pushed it off. I pushed it off a little bit more. And stop communicating with him. And finally, he just said, hey, I haven't heard from you. I haven't seen anything. And I'm definitely not seeing any money. Like, this is done. Like, right. this is it. But what I learned from that was, okay, over-communicate. Like, and then I would go to clients that I wasn't getting those rates or those close rates for. And I would give them a call or I would shoot them an email or whatever. And I would just say, hey, I want to give you an update. Like, I am incredibly swamped with this. But I want to get you to where we're going to need to be. 
And then I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, how can I get them to where I need to be? Okay, let me talk to management. And then it turned into this whole, well, if I'm bringing in so many leads that I can't handle, that's a good thing, right? Right. So we developed a system to where it's like, they started having other reps sell my shit for me. And so we could still get to those, but I didn't have to focus on selling. I could just focus on bringing in the leads. And then the whole business model changed, right? Yeah. And but how did that start? It started with me over-communicating. Right, and exactly. And me, me making sure that I was keeping them in the loop at every step. And when it wasn't when I wasn't hitting the service that I was promising, calling it out, but then really just sitting down and thinking like, it was incredibly simple, right? But it, I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to deflect from it. I wanted to not think about it. I wanted to just say, like, eventually, maybe it'll turn itself around. Right. Yeah. And and same here. Like, I know I'm talking about this now, but I'm only saying it's super important because I've realized firsthand as well how detrimental it can be if you don't communicate. Because I've fucked up so many times, um, and it's amazing. I, nine out of ten people that if you would just communicate with them, they're going to be understanding. You know what I mean? Like, it, let's let's say you're mowing someone's lawn and you're supposed to be there on Tuesday at three o'clock, and it rains or whatever. As long as you say, "Hey, man, it's raining. I'll be there on Thursday instead because I'm booked up on Wednesday." They're gonna say, "Okay, no problem. I totally understand." But if you don't say anything and you don't show up, and then they just they don't know that you're gonna come on Thursday, like. You need to fucking tell them and then you won't lose them as a, as a customer if you're just out there mowing grass or whatever. But like when I first started my business, I, I said yes to everybody. I was trying to close all these clients and there was there's a certain type of role that um, is very difficult to recruit for just because it's commission only and you have and they want good people. And if you're good and commission only, you don't need a recruiter most of the time unless it's a great opportunity. But um, so I was saying yes to all these people, but I wasn't going out and doing the work because I knew how hard it was. Um, and I wasn't communicating back to them that I just didn't have the time to support them. And so at the end of the day, they were, they got pissed off at me. And now did I want the client? I didn't necessarily want the client because I didn't want to work on those roles, but what it did is it can get your name out there too. Hey, you know what? Dan said he was going to help me and I didn't fucking hear anything from him because, you know, he said he would go out and find these loan officers for me. And at the end of the day, I never heard a word from him after we signed the agreement, you know? And so now that person is telling other people about you, you know? So I think it's just more than just that one relationship. It can impact you on a big scale. And so now what I do is when people call me to help them with those roles, is I just tell them, hey, man, I just don't have the capacity. And I'm upfront with them right away, and they appreciate that. And guess what? They call me six months later when they have something that's more in line with what, some, with what we work on. So... Um, that's, that's my experience with the, to your point, you know, with, with your story on fucking up because I've been there too. Yeah. And, you know, Dan said, you know, a lot of times people were going to just be understanding about it. Like as, as far as you over communicate realistically, not everybody will though. Like there's going to be people that will either a just be irrational or it's going to be a fucking reality check to say, Hey, I'm doing something wrong, which sucks, but it's good to address it because if you're doing something wrong, you're going to solve that problem on how to do it better and you're going to figure your shit out. It is so easy to get down. I'm telling you, it's so easy to get down this slippery slope of let me sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Let me not, you know, I love that term because that's what, that's when you start fucking up. And then it builds up more yeah. and more. Absolutely. And then it explodes. Yep. And, and then everything fucking falls apart. Yeah. So, um, and then what else did you want to, you wanted to go into maybe like, so that was those were really the big things. I mean, th I think we covered it. Like why you should err on the side of over communicating, and then 
things to do. And we, we kind of touched on that, a couple of lessons and then things you can do to make sure you're over communicating and just kind of off the top of the head, it just depends on what situation that you're in. But let's say it's a client, let's say it's a manager, let's say whatever it is, like if you really want to kind of go above and beyond the um, the call of duty here, like set yourself reminders, like set yourself, like if you've got a project coming up in a few months, set yourself a week by week reminder to either check in with the client, check in with your professor, check in with your whoever it is. With with and, a friend, and, like, like this skill guys, this, what we're talking about isn't just for fucking being good at work. Like this is a skill that will increase your relationships with friends and with family and with everybody it'll increase that and it'll also increase in my opinion it'll increase your self-awareness because if you're doing these regular check-ins with them that means before you say anything to that person you've got to really take a an, a look inside what's going on in that specific situation i know we're talking in big general you know really general things here but but we're trying to hit 80 percent of the but it can apply in situations. so many different it can apply in so many different ways personal yeah. professional all of it. And you just said something that I wanted to speak to a little bit where like you will actually be happier when you're communicating with people more because you have certainty on the relationship too. So like sometimes if I'm not communicating and my client's not communicating, I'm always like, well, what, where's this relationship at? Is it fucked up? Is it good? I mean, I, you know, so for me to find out, I make a phone call and I say, hey, hey, Steve, how's how are things going? Is everything good? Or, you know, do you need anything? And no, man, everything's good. Nice to talk to you. Well, I know that relationship's good. And yep. if I call him, he's like, yeah, dude, I fucking told you about that role two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, shit, I better fucking get on it. I'm glad I called and didn't leave this shit, you know, linger for any longer than it did. So um, I think it makes you more certain about the relationships in your life, whether it's professional or personal. And so I think that's a huge plus anyways. And, and you can exercise this every single day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. So I, I think those are the basics, right? Like, over communicate is the the general theme of this don't be afraid to you know nip it nip anything in the bud yeah i mean pick up the fucking phone shoot out a text walk over yeah make a phone call whatever you gotta do even if it's bad news just do it like try to do try to communicate more with three people this week you yep. know, like, like, what can we leave them with? Maybe we should start doing that, like a challenge or some shit. Yeah, and we'll do more podcasts later on and get a little bit more in depth on communication, like the actual verbal communication, nonverbal communication, that type of stuff. But as far as just communication as a whole, like that should be, especially in the business world, it doesn't matter if you're in IT or if you, you know, where you just sit behind a desk or if you're an accountant where you're just crunching numbers all day and you're not really interacting with people or if you're in a sales job. No matter what position you're is, no, no matter what position it is that you're in, like you're gonna set yourself ahead of everybody else by being an effective communicator. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, well, yeah, we'll wrap that one up. I know this wasn't these these podcasts may not be super long, guys, but look, we're we're bringing the value. We're saying what we want to say. Um, you will re lose relationships if you don't communicate. That's the bottom line. I've lost friends. I've helped people who didn't get back to me. I've had to cut them out of my life. Um, just jobs, everything, you know, all you have to do is pick up that phone, shoot a text, send an email or make a call, 
that's the basics. And to Matt's point, you to, you could go even further and see him in person, ask him out for coffee or something. So um, even if it's a relationship that's been kind of buried in the past that you got to get over um, and try to try to revisit because something bad happened, like maybe it's a good time to start communicating with that person as you go into this week, this month, whatever. So um, anyways, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, if you guys, um, we did get, let me pull this up real quick. We did get our Twitter and all that stuff set up. So um, I want to ask you guys <laughs> to either subscribe subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at The Internship Podcast, our website, theinternshippodcast.com. Check that out. We're getting all this stuff launched. We just want to get some good content out to you guys. And we'll be making some posts um, that you can subscribe to that we'll, we'll send to your email box and whatnot as mm-hmm. we release a podcast that kind of wrap everything together. But we really, really appreciate you guys listening. Please tell people about it, uh, about the podcast, if, if you see value in it. If not, then uh, leave us a review so we know. Um, but at the end of the day, we just want to help you guys out. So thanks so much. I hope everybody's staying safe out there from the coronavirus, and we'll talk to you next time. See you guys.